Hello and welcome to Geomorphic Express. I am your host, Ewan Rowe. Today we are going to talk about the earthquake that struck Japan in 2011. But before we start, I'd like to thank National Geographic, Britannica, UCGS.gov, NCEI.noaa.gov, and a special thanks to World Vision. On March 2011, Japan experienced its strongest earthquake in recorded history. The earthquake struck below the North Pacific Ocean, 130 kilometres east of Sendai, or 81 miles, the largest city in the Tokyo region. The quake was caused by rupturing a stretch of the subduction zone associated with the Japan Trench, which separates the Eurasian Plate from the subducting Pacific Plate. Now we have long-time listeners Ashlyn and William to ask me some frequently asked questions about this topic. Number one, what is the geomorphic hazard? As I said in the introduction, the geomorphic hazard was the 8.9 magnitude earthquake that struck Japan in 2011. Number two, where did it happen? And when did it happen? The 8.9 magnitude earthquake occurred in Tokyo, east of Sendai, the largest city in the Tokyo Tokyo region, a northern part of the island in Honshu. Number three, explain the forces contributed to this disaster. According to the US Geological Survey, the 2011 event resulted from thrust faulting on the subduction zone plate boundary between the Pacific and North American plates. This region has a high rate of seismic activity with the potential to generate tsunamis. Has the occurrence of your natural disaster increased due to human history? How and why? It can be because many activities can induce earthquakes such as building large reservoirs and fracking. Making large reservoirs can cause earthquakes because of either the change in stress because of the water or more commonly by increased groundwater pore pressure, which decreases the rock's adequate strength under the reservoir. Consider the aftermath of the natural disaster. In the first hours of after the earthquake, Japanese Prime Minister Kanyato moved to set up an emergency command centre in Tokyo. Many rescue workers and 100,000 members of the Japanese Self-Defence Force were rapidly mobilised to deal with the crisis. But 30 minutes later, there was a tsunami that was spotted on the shore, and when the tsunami struck, it disabled three nuclear reactors within days. How did it impact the community? Gradually, many people could find other places to stay in Toku area, or relocate to other parts of the country. Some quarter million people were still hundreds of shelters in the region. But two weeks later after the quake, that number gradually was reduced in the ensuing months. The earthquake also affected the environment. What relief was provided? Relief and rebuilding efforts in the first hours after the earthquake. Japanese Prime Minister, which we said before, set up an emergency command centre in uh, Tokyo. Um, yeah, 100,000 members of the Japanese Defence Force. What are the strategies currently in place to minimise or mitigate the damage of similar events in the future? Well, since there is technically no way to prevent natural disasters from occurring, we can instead significantly mitigate their effects by identifying hazards, 
building safer structures and providing education on earthquake safety. Also by preparing for natural earthquakes, so we can also reduce the risk of human-induced earthquakes. What invention or action could be taken to reduce the impact of the natural disaster? There's a decent amount of inventions to stop earthquakes, so I'm going to choose the best one in my opinion. So, science.howstuffworks.com says that levitating foundations is one of the best options. And as it says, its name suggests, this concept relies on separating the substructure of a building from its superstructure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a like on it. And if you want to learn more about this topic, also follow Geomorphic Express on all the major socials. Thank you, and this is Ewan Rose signing off.